Oh, it's a song. Welcome back, everyone. Almost to the Fantasia run. Always a run. Welcome back, everyone. We are your Truth Be Told family. Season three. We are here. We're here. Hey, Andrea. Hey, Tazneem. Good to see you. Season three feels exciting. And we're so grateful for the folks who've been with us for three seasons. And for the folks who are just tuning in for the very first time, tell them who we are. Mm -hmm. So we are your delightful guests for Truth Be Told. The whole idea is that we believe that the truth is not one thing. It's not a solitary fact. We are interested in looking beyond binaries. We're interested in going beyond the simplicity of white and black and on and off and hot and cold and believing that there are all kinds of things we can believe sort of in the middle, sort of in the shadow space. The shadow space. Shadow space. I like it. I like me it. Me too, me too. We talk about a lot of things, don't we? We talk we about do. truth as it pertains to politics. Truth as it pertains to love. Mm. Truth Aww. as it pertains to parenting. Truth as it pertains to career mobility oh, yeah, or sure. immobility. <laughs> Social consciousness. Social justice. Social justice, and yes. Equitable policies that dictate our government. Okay, I'll stop. Yeah. Yeah, we talk about things, everything. All those things. Everything. And then all those things, we believe there's always different ways to see anything. There are. And we're excited. We're so excited to be back sharing space together. Our favorite AV master guru, Forrest, is What's with up, us, Forrest rocking Eagle. his truth be told uh, swag gear on today. Yes, hey, is. Forrest Eagle. We like that TBT drip. Yes, we do. If you are interested in some TBT swag, let yes. us know. We have some. But you got to listen, you got to like, you got to mm. share, and you got to follow us. Awesome. Tazim, yes. we spent this summer doing a lot of, uh, doing what? What did we do this summer? <laughs> Is it you like, know, my whole theme is life be life. Life be life. What we did was keep up with blur. life. It's, I don't even know if I kept up. Because life be life. Life be life. <laughs> that's it. We are both, above, our heads are above water. We are, we, that's right. But our socks are soggy. And we are soggy and mine has a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> but truth be told, family, here. we are back. We're here. We're here. We're By here. God, we are oh here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I may be ugly, hey, I may be tired. But I'm here. But I'm here. We are here, truth be told, family. And I am excited about what we will stand in truth and talk about today. Me too. This so we can't exciting. remember what happened over the summer. No. I try to even remember what happened last week. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, my amazing 21-year-old is studying abroad oh, this year. So two weeks yes. ago today, yes, he yes, left yes, to go yes. to the UK. So, yes, he um, did. I'm excited about that. I do remember that one thing awesome. that has happened over awesome. the summer. Shout out to the big guy. And you got to give me one thing that you remember from the summer. Ooh, one great thing I remember. My daughter graduated. She has. Yes. Congratulations to Ye yeah. Murai. Yes, a total industrious entrepreneur who is now a licensed esthetician. You better do it, Ye Murai. Love her. And I will put her um, website where you can find information about Aww. her at the end of this episode. Thank you. Like, follow, Thank and you. share her as well. Yes, right. And go get your lashes done and all your skin needs. <laughs> get by your lashes. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. we don't remember what happened in the summer, but I bet we can go back and think about what happens now. Yeah. We are um, two sojourners, as you said. Mm. We are sisters who are <clears throat> in this journey and constantly looking back and loving to surround ourselves with other sisters like ourselves. Yeah. And those who are not like us, because we do seek that which is different. That, that is which right. pushes us. Um, but that which we can hang our hat on sisterhood. Mm -hmm. And so if we think about all of the women, whether that's C.A. Murai or the 30-year-olds that we are mentors to, and we wanted to give them some nuggets, nuggets of life, and even forget the nuggets. What if you had an opportunity to go back 
and tell your 20-year-old Tassie self, mm-hmm. that rah-rah Tassie, mm-hmm. when she was 20 or 30 or when she was, you know, the talented 10, Tasney. I Did I hurt on that <laughs> one? You did good. You Put did your good. blue blazer on? Oh, uh, yeah. So let's, if you could go back. Yeah. I want this episode to be a look back. If you could go back and tell your 20-year-old self one thing, yeah. some advice, your 30-year-old self. And I'm going to push it because some of us are over 40. Yeah. And your 40-year-old self. Maybe that part is just for me. It still works. Okay. So let's start with our 20-year-old self. What would you tell your 20-year-old self? And what advice would would you give her? 20-year-old Tasneem, I would love for you to have more fun. Like reckless fun. Reckless? Uh Uh-huh. Risk-taking fun. Like jumping into water, you don't know how deep it is fun. Just Mm. not caring. Just believing that uh that the fun in itself will also be called successful. Like I was just at already at twenty, I was okay. So my career path, okay, I'm gonna graduate. I, you know, I had I had a sense of a checklist. I would buy more Nike high tops. Oh yes, I would be the sneakerhead I am inside, which means what? Am, why am I rocking all these kicks? So I'm out there having fun. Right. I would have more fun. I think um, yeah, I wouldn't be so much concerned with. The plan and mm. propelling myself through the plan. Right. But I just be like, you know what? Today we're doing this fun thing. Oh, my gosh. That's what you would tell your 20-year-old self. Totally. Tasneem, get out there. Put the plan away. Put your checklist away. Put the checklist away. Let's make it up today. Today we're just going to roll off of, like, interesting things. Right. And things are going to fall apart. And things are going to get janky. And your elbows are going to be ashy. And you might skin a knee or two. <laughs> but... You're gonna make it. Sister. You're gonna and you're gonna laugh and have fun. This idea of fun wouldn't be something I would just see uh, as appropriate for children. I would see myself as perhaps more childlike at twenty. Right. Well, you were so focused on career, weren't you? Super focused on career and accomplishment. And accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that is ingrained in us. You know, we laughed and joked about the talented death, but we know we often talk about our families and how we were reared and those expectations. And by the time we're 20, we know, we know what we're doing. We know what's Come next. On. We know what's next. Yeah. We're right? thinking about what's next. Yeah, what's, yeah. what's next. Who's next that. and what's next. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you? Truth be told, family, we did not compare our list. Like, I know no one will believe this, but yeah. we didn't compare our list. Yeah. So here's what I have for 20. Okay. I would tell my 20 year old self, it's okay to do life your way. Mm. It's Okay. It's okay that you don't have to um, go to grad school immediately. Maybe you want to take a year off and study abroad, right? What would have happened? You don't have to um, do life the way it appears or the way it was um, formulated for you to do it. You can do life your way. I would tell my 20-year-old self to to follow those desires, although you said I should be following desires. But I would tell my 20-year-old self to follow those desires and not rush, slow down, not rush to get everything accomplished by a certain date. I would tell my 20-year-old self that you are comfortable and mm. loving yourself just the way you are. I love that. I would. I love that. I would tell my 20-year-old self that it is okay to put Loving yourself first. Mm. You can love yourself and love that checklist. You can love yourself first and love a career. You can love yourself first and be a caretaker for a sick, a parent who's getting sick. You can love yourself first and still do all those other things. Yeah. I would tell that 20-year-old self to live life your way. I love that. And that does have the, the similarity between what we're talking to our 20-year-old selves about. Sounds like. Putting away the to-dos. Right. So 
We both have 20-year-olds. Mm. <laughs> Is this how we parent them? Do you find yourself parenting your 20-year-old and your, your 16, 18, 19-year-old, mm. my 21, the same way you devised the advice you would give yourself? Actually, I do. Same here. She is so responsible and so driven by being helpful and aware of what the next need is. I'm like, hey, what you doing next? Oh, you going to the Afrobeats club? I can't. What dance are you going to do? Like, I want her to have a sense of whimsy. Yes. I want her to be carefree. I'd love for the lesson to be for that to continue throughout our lives, right? From from the time we're here to the time we're not. But especially now. Definitely. She's going to think back to this when the mechanics of living feel like this is all you're doing. Yes. And she'll go, oh, but I remember that time. Remember that time. I have a, when I was 20 something years old, moved to Nashville, was working at the Tennessean, was in the car on a Friday or Saturday night with maybe four homegirls, music blaring on Broadway. We got to a stop, a stoplight. The music was blaring. We got out of the car, danced around the car, <laughs> and got back in. I still remember. Oh, we were laughing gosh. so hard, hard we were breathless. Of course. And, I, of course, the other motorists were like, what, what happens when it turns green? Right. What are we doing? Right. But you know, that's <laughs> normal now on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> Nashville looks differently now, oh right? Oh, my okay. God. It was just huh. so silly. You know, we're living just it was silly. Risk, taking a risk. Taking a risk. Who does that? Who gets yeah. on the line dancing on a car? A 20-year-old. It was, it was marvelous. That's I right. want my daughter to have those moments. That's right. I, I Safely, want... of course. But, you know, but course, sometimes um, what does safety look like? Sometimes safety looks like testing fresh waters. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think about that as well with the 21-year-old that we're, we're trying to parent as an adult. Parenting adults is mm-hmm. it's a different thing. Um, but I do want him to tap into that which is his divinely appointed strength, not his degree, not what his mm-hmm. all these talents. Just tap into what is divinely yours. I love that. If how are you, how is he that, doing it? How do you teach him to do it? He, he will know it. I, I mean, that's beyond, that's bigger and better than me. But I, I think it helps for us to have these kinds kinds of conversations with them to let them know that you if you want to take a year off and study abroad you can do that right mm-hmm. and 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 you can hype up yourself as much as you hype up your friends you talked about your daughter carrying this weight of being the big sister taking care of Ryan is the only but he takes care of all the other friends around yes. him and what happens when we tell these 20 year olds because they'll have those practices because it's in them to mm-hmm. be caregivers and mm-hmm. takers but if they could just hype themselves up and put some of that in there, walk in their own divine strength and their mm. own talent at 20 and have fun while doing and it. have fun. And tuck the checklist under yes. just for a smidge. And you'll finish school. School ain't you'll, going it's not, You'll get the career job. You'll get the amazing condo that you want. <laughs> but have some fun for right now. Have some fun. I love it. I 20. just want you to swerve just a little bit. Swerve at 20. <laughs> you don't have to go down every straight line. So, yeah. So, 30s. Tazzy, what would you tell yourself, your 30-year-old self? Let's go back to when you were 30. What was going on with you? By 30, I was married for five years. I had a two-year-old and was pregnant with the next child Mm. by 30. I would tell myself to keep dancing. I loved dancing. Shout out to the Village Cultural Arts Community Center that used to be on the corner of G.B. Todd and Charlotte. I used to spend so much time there. It was my happy place. The sound of the drums, whoosh. And once I sort of took on the identity and role of wife and mother, the dancing became less and less 
sinless. And so if I could talk to my 30-year-old self, I would say, sis, don't stop dancing. Don't stop. And that's not even an analogy. I mean, literally, stay yourself in a dance class. Like, fine. <laughs> dance with the belly. If you're dancing while you're pregnant, it doesn't matter. Put your Just baby in somebody's dancing. lap. Keep You love it. Yes. You love dancing. There doesn't need to be huge gaps between who you were previous to some of these consuming roles that you've chosen and who you're becoming. It doesn't. You can, you can bring some of the old task name into the new task name. Dancing is one I would bring. I think it's interesting you said when you found yourself into these new roles and these new identities, you stopped doing what you love. I did. Somehow we do that. Mm-hmm. We think that what we must be, what we mount, like there's a new way I'm supposed to show up as a mother. Mm-hmm. There's a new way I'm supposed to show up as daughter, as a 30-year-old, as a person who's like right here on this dot, on this timeline in my career. And the things that I loved at 19 or 20 or 29 they no longer you know, are appropriate, appropriate mm. for a 30-year-old mom. Right? <laughs> right. dance. Nope. I would have oh. kept doing it. I would not have stopped. And yeah. I, I think other, I, I believe I saw other women continuing to do it. I think that I didn't ask for enough help to balance out some of the roles. You know, I would have pumped more milk. Hello. To help you get Yeah, more so somebody else can feed the baby. baby. <laughs> right. And you would have more time yeah, to have dance. Yeah, have more time to dance, quite frankly. do quite that frankly. thing that you love to yes. do. Yes. I would have made it so other people can love my kids. Yes. Oh, oh the 30-year-old parents. The 30-year-old. Like, hey, that, hey, hey. Take that nugget. Yeah. Trust. Yeah. Let other people love them. Yeah, let other people <laughs> love okay. them. In yeah. so many ways. I would have done that. But you would have seen me just dancing, dancing, dancing. I love it. Yeah. Hmm. What would you tell your 30-year-old Andrea self. My 30-year-old self was, um, yeah, my 30s weren't my, like, late 20s, early 30s were were pretty rough. Um, got married, moved to Nashville, lost my mom at 27, lost my grandfather at 28, lost my great-great-grandmother, the three people that we talk about all the time. By the time I was 30, all those things had happened. Oh, and let's not forget I got chicken pox. Moved here to Nashville, and the cicadas came out. I thought that was, like, hellacious Man. decade of my life. Adult S- chicken pox. Yeah, and who, as someone who had been teaching for forever and a day. But I moved here yeah. and go to—I I won't name the place that I went. That I swear it was the cesspool of all chicken pox. I won't name it. <laughs> the pox pool. The pox pool. <laughs> it's located off of— <laughs> But my 30s, Tasney, my, my yeah. 30s were—it was the decade of— it was a decade of of crap, right? Ooh. I don't I don't know any other way to say it. It was a decade of loss. of loss, a decade of tragedy. Mm-hmm. But it also became a decade of silence for mm-hmm. me. And so, if I could tell my 30-year-old self something that what she would sit in this chair at 50 and wish that she had done differently, I would tell her to it's okay to keep your voice. It's okay. So somehow, by the time we're married and we are 30, we think that we have to um, be less vocal. Mm -hmm. Um, We have new careers. I'm in a new city. I have to just kind of get in and and learn where I am. Um, If I wanted to scream or cry for grief, I should have done that. Mm -hmm. If I wanted to be as vocal as I was in my 20s and standing up against something that I didn't agree with, mm-hmm. I would tell her to go back and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also tell her that just by wanting to have conversations doesn't mean that you're nagging, right? So then you, this this idea of nagging relationships and what, you don't want to be a nagging wife, you don't mm-hmm. want to be that, but 
somehow I heard silence. Somehow I allowed that by not speaking up that I silenced my own voice. So I would yeah. tell my 30-year-old self to not silence mm. your voice. Mm. Whether that was a cry, whether that was a curse, whether that was a yell, a protest, a grief, um, a demand for communication, whatever it is, don't silence your voice. Mm. So that's what I would tell my 30-year-old self. Because it took years for me to find her again. Yeah. Years yeah. to do that. Yeah. That's what I would tell my 30-year-old self. I think that's beautiful. Keep speaking, honey. Keep speaking. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I love that. Speak up. Speak loud. What do you think you were gaining by being silent? I I don't think I was gaining anything with the exception of what I thought and told myself at the time is that um, I was being a peacemaker mm. in whatever situation, you know, dealing with stuff after um, loss with family, you know, not saying things that I probably should have said or not saying things in relationships mm-hmm. or in marriage or just in general. Mm-hmm. So that I was keeping peace. Mm -hmm. And so because I thought I was keeping peace, I silenced my voice. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'd be like, welcome back, Andrea. Welcome back. Oh, she's back. (laughs) She's been back for a minute. And unfortunately, she's not ever going to be silenced. She's never going back. Never. You cannot put baby in the corner or the closet. That's never going to happen again. (laughs) Unfortunately, her voice is here. I don't care how irky it may be to some to hear it. I can't be silenced again. I think it's fascinating that we make these departures, right? Because at 20 and certainly previous to 20, you were raised to have quite a strong voice. I mean, like I did open mic nights. Everything. Think about all the things that I use my voice for. Speaking out against those things that were wrong. Speaking up for others. And then I kind of lost it. And I think I lost my voice when I lost so many other things in my life. So Mm. that that you said it was a a decade of loss. Decade of loss. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, I didn't know you then, but certainly I'm loving this iteration of you and the reflection that says it wasn't always this way. No, because sometimes we get to a place and our reflections are can be so single lens, right? right? You hear yourself saying you were quiet. And I also know, because I know your previous stories, you weren't always that way. No, and see that, I think if my 20s, I wasn't quiet. We just talk about what we tell our 20-year-old selves. And Mm -hmm. so for anyone who didn't know me in my 20s, and they saw the 30-year-old me. Mm. So if you think about it, moving here, like at 27, most folk will only know the 30-year-old me. So they don't even know the 20-year-old open mic rocking it. They don't know the 20-year-old marching on the Capitol against Governor Lawton Childs. They don't know that 20-year-old me. They know this me that I'm I'm supposed to be this way at 30 and kind of mute it. I love that. Yeah. And that's the response. Like, you don't know me. (laughs) You don't (laughs) even know me. Not at all. Yes. I love that. I love that. So, I mean, you're barely over 40. Well, I I will soon be 48. Are you really? I'm forty-eight. I am approaching middle age. Like in a, like next month? Like Did you say you're approaching middle I'm age? I'm going to live to be 100, so. Okay, yes. <laughs> Put it out there in the atmosphere. It's there. Yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah. so from 40 to 48, some yeah. stuff happened in your life, my oh, dear. Oh, my goodness. So let's talk about, mm, what would you tell your, ta- I was going to do the clap for you. Oh, what would you tell yes. your 40-year-old self, Tasmin? I, I would tell my 40-year-old self, I have written down. The word no and not. I would say no. I would say no thanks. I would say not right now. And I would say uh-uh. All those all the, variations uh-uh. of the no's? Because all the no's have a yes beside them. Ooh. They would. I would say yes. 
You're right. You would say no to this, but yes, give mm-hmm, me an example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the um, the feeling that I still have plenty to write about. You know, there's certain things, and again, we talked about being consumed by different roles that in themselves are fulfilling in a certain way. But I think that in my 40s, I could more strongly see my dimensions. And so writer Tasneem is still there. And I've yes. had a great amount of fun letting the poems write themselves in my mind again and letting them wake me up. Yes. There'd been a time where it was just kind of like silent, as you said. And so to know that every goodbye ain't gone, mm. that somewhere deep inside there, you know, now that the idea of um, that deep caretaking, the diapers, the feeding, all of that stuff um, allows me to revisit and reintroduce myself to myself. Mm-hmm. So there's been great moments, you're right, in, in my 40s until now where I barely recognize myself. You know, it was the mechanics of marriage, the mechanics of mothering, the mechanics where we are running on function and fueled by function. And now it's like, hmm, no thanks. Mm. You know, these children know how to make, what did they make? Corn casserole and spaghetti. And I wasn't even home. Wow. And I need to celebrate how we're all evolving and growing and acquiring new skills, but also remembering. So I would say no thanks to the disappearing act. Mm-hmm. And I would say not right now. Not right and now. I would open the door and say, hey, Tasneem, come back out and play. Yes. Girl, we've been waiting for you. Yes. Where you been? Yes. Yes to writing. Yeah. Let, yes, yes to writing. To I'm prioritizing fun. I would prioritize fun. I would prioritize my 40-year-old self would hear me say, I want you to accept some things as real. And I want you to accept some things as becoming. So I don't need to rationalize things that are no longer comfortable. I can release them and invite this new thing in. I don't have to work my brain around it. Okay, how many years? How is it? I don't have to do any of that. I can say this is as it is. This is as it is. Yeah. Now what's next? Mm. Now what's next? Yeah. 40 feels good. 40 40 has been dramatic. I love that. Yeah. Because 40 was. I tell folks 40 was it for me. As in all of that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you you figure it out. You can fill in the blank. Like, it yeah, was all of that. It we, was dramatic. We lost body parts in forties. We lost lots of body parts in forty. <laughs> we lost lots of things yeah. in forty. Eyebrows started thinning out. We lost edges. <laughs> Joker. <laughs> we lost partners. We but the we game lost a lot. The game the 40s, side, right? but it it didn't feel like the same decade of my thirties of loss. Mm. Didn't feel the same. Nice. Didn't feel nice. the same. Nice. It felt more of a, of, 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 you said an evolving and a prioritizing. That's what 40 was. I can't believe we didn't look at each other's Yes, list. and I would, yet. I would tell yet. my 40-year-old self, similar to what you would tell yours, mm-hmm. I would tell my 40-year-old self mm-hmm. to all the stuff that you were told about 20s and 30s, just like, let it all go. Let it all go. I will tell her that in preparation for 50, that 40 is going to be amazing. Mm. 40 is going to be a time of your life that you realize who you actually are. You are going to discover things about yourself at 40 that you no longer feel like life is a desperation journey. It's not a, I don't have to be um, propelled by getting a certain amount of money or zeros in my salary. You don't have to be so desperate to hit all of these benchmarks. 
you will realize that you are a beautiful, sensual creature at 40. Mm. That you are creative and you were created to be beautiful and sensual. All of those things at 40. I will tell my 40-year-old self that you don't know what fun is until you learn to live in those 40 years, even with loss. Even the loss of all those that all those ships that we talked about that we've lost. So I would tell myself that there are going to be certain energies that you won't attract anymore because those certain energies aren't a part of you. It's no longer who you are. You will tell your 40-year-old self that there will be people that no longer serve you. And it's okay. Yeah. Prioritizing life. You said prioritizing fun. Mm. My 40-year-old self, I will tell her to prioritize living mm. and being. I love that. I love it, too. I Your love 40s it. have been, like, amazing. What? They have just counterbolted me into these amazing 50s. You know what I'm hearing, too, is that you employ the ability to shift your perspective. Because on paper, ah. when we use the word loss, it doesn't sound like feel good. No, it doesn't. But you really looked at loss and said, but there's something that took the place of the thing that was missing. Oh, between our 30s and our 40s, the two of us, I think we brought, I mean, we count how many just surgeries we've both had. Yeah. Right? Like, That's a lot of anesthesia. A, a lot of anesthesia, <laughs> a lot of medicine, and a lot of loss of some things that were, yeah. were part of us, right? So if I've lost a part uh, that was a part of me physically, sure. it's no longer there. But that loss didn't stop me from living oh, as me. No. I, I even use the word sacrifice sometimes. Ooh. Because I, I I let it go. Yes. And allowed space for something else to come in. Allowed space. And that was a choice. Allowed space. Because the truth is that's not necessarily how we're conditioned. We no. stay with the loss. And forever and ever we will mourn this thing. But the truth is the door opens a little wider for something fresh to come in. Mm. For us to see maybe even something that was already there differently. Yeah. You know, I used to think 40 was old. I remember being we 20 thinking 40, oh my God. I know. I <laughs> She's know. already 40. You remember like, they're like, and by the time you're 50, <laughs> when you get to 50, I'm like, and what? Ooh, like, what? What? That it's, mental muscle. <sighs> reprogramming. And so we would go back and tell our 20 year old selves and our 30 and our 40 year old selves to have fun, relax, Let, dance. Man. Don't mute your voice. Don't mute your voice. Be creative. Say yeah, no. Yeah. Say yes. Wear that off the shoulder blouse. Or or oh. no blouse. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say. I it. saw your face. <laughs> All right. Uh, a bando. Uh, a bando. <laughs> micro top. Wear the micro top. Right. If so, you choose. If you choose. Let the sun kiss your skin in All places right. it's never kissed before. Let's do it. I mean, there's a lot. I think that's what there's, we should be lot. telling. So for our 20-year-old listeners, please Ooh. let go of that things to-do list. Yeah. Yeah. 30-year-olds. Slow it down. Keep living. Keep laughing. 40-year-olds. Say no to that which you do not want to continue. And prioritize mm-hmm. some fun in your life. Yeah. I love it. I love it, too. Right. So we're asking the same of our of our listeners. What would you tell your 20-year-old self? And if you are a 20-year-old listener, take it back to 15. What would you tell your 30-year-old self? If you are 30, take it to 20. And what, did you t- what would you tell your 40-year-old self? And if you're 50, go back to 40. Yes. I, th- I think that is tremendous. And the ability for us to see the things we thought at that age are no longer true. They are no longer true. You're talking about truths? Let's discover some new truths and, and really unveil those things that were falsehoods, that were masked as truth. Wow. So until next time, our mm. Truth Be Told family. 
Man, we're looking back to go forward, and this is Truth Be Told. We are almost out, but we are certainly truth be told, and we want you to remember who we are and tell other people. We'd like you to like, share, follow, and subscribe. Truth Be Told, and that's going to be at Truth Be Told Pod, P-O-D at the back. At Truth Be Told Pod, let people know what you're listening to, let us know what you like that you're listening to, let us know what you don't like, and then we'll see you next time. And remember, this is Truth Be Told. Truth Be Told.